You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Why do you say you feel trapped in a man's body? Well, sometimes I get the minstrel cramps real hard. And welcome yet again to another episode of Sports Talk. Uh, this is actually our holiday special of Movie Sucktastic episode 8. Oh, we're doing the movies thing again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like the movie thing. Alright, yeah, let's go. We'll do Sports so, Talk later. Yeah. So what's your favorite team? Uh, yeah, okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, welcome yet again. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is going to be a good one. We are doing uh, our our Christmas holiday spectacular, so to speak. Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, Kwanzaa, El Malaguena, all rolled into one nice yep. little holiday special. New Year's Eve, New Year's. Uh, New I Year's mentioned Day. New Year's. You didn't. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna. You know, we're gonna. This episode is gonna consist of finally giving away. The Monster Alley book for the contest. Yeah, one contest. We got. We have 125 followers yep, on Facebook that's what right now. So I've this got, is right now. My, my my writing hat. I have filled with all the names. Yep. And we're going to shake that out and pick up a, a winner. Yep. Uh, we're going to do the top ten uh, because Avatar just came out, uh-huh. which we talked about in our last episode and our Avatar Tastic special edition. That's right. Which you can get currently on iTunes, Podcast Alley, Podcast dot com, or on the Movie Sucktastic site. You can stream it right from there. Uh, we're going to do the finger list, and most importantly, we're going to do the sequels of 2010. Yes, this is, this is an advanced s- list of... 17 sequels slated for 2010. That we know of. That we know of. Uh, there's... I have some stats for, for sequels during the years that I think are pretty interesting, uh, that Hollywood, what they've done mm-hmm. over the last 30 years. So how about we get started? Sure. And, uh, you know, again, happy holidays to everyone. So, how about we give away the book? Humbug. Humbug, everybody. Humbug. <laughs> yes, let's do the book. So, here, my writing hat. This is what I, this is the hat I wore when I just finished up my Bella Lugosi book. Right. That's currently in editing, so that'll be out soon. You get all the information when it happens. So, we're just going to shake this puppy up. Hear that? That's a whole lot of, it's a hundred, we, now we included everybody in there, right. so it's over a hundred names in here, but we took out ourselves. Uh, I got the paper in here somewhere. Got it there. Name on it. It's in there somewhere, but uh, that's in there. And uh, yeah, we crossed ourselves out. And I took out a couple people that I know that I know have copies of the book already, f- friends and family members. So this is gotcha. down. To, so it's r- almost a hundred. It's a little over a hundred. So your odds are better, is what we're saying. Yeah. So I'm gonna reach in here. This one right here. All right. Yes. And the lucky. <laughs> Barb Timmerman Soifer, Soifer, oh. from Central Jersey. So, Barb, uh, you are be, the winner. You will be contacted online, and uh, we'll get the address and ship that out to you. Very nice. Now, that's that's the contest for the first hundred Facebook f- fans. However, right. 
This, this contest is good for every 100 fans we get. So for when we hit 200, we're going to do a drawing again with everybody, that, everybody up to 200. Yep. So the odds are a little larger, greater. Greater. Yeah. Or no, uh, lower. Or worse. worse. Your yeah. odds are worse. Odds are worse. One but, in 200. But you, you get more than one chance. And we're going to do it every one, 300, right. 400, 500. We're going to hit 1,000. He's just trying to make my work more difficult because yeah. I actually printed out all of these names and folded them up. And I didn't ask you to do that. You just. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you, it, it's more fair. I could have rolled like, rolled like a hundred-sided dice and like counted. You could have done that. I could have done that. But you know yeah, what? Yeah, I know, I know. And I wanted to. It was cool. We got contest. To put, we got to put a lot of paper in my writing hat. Everyone's got to get a chance. Not to clean you out. Know, I'm not a... No, that's good. So when we hit a, hundred, a thousand followers on Facebook, we we'll have, we'll have to do something special. Yeah, I'm not doing that for a thousand. No, definitely not. No, no, no. And and the contest still stands for Twitter. When we hit 100, we'll give away another copy. Of, <laughs> We're never going to hit 100 on Twitter. By that time, we'll probably be giving away <laughs> copies of my new book uh, performed by Lugosi. Oh, very which nice. Which should be out in, I think, January or February. And it's not only going to be books. We're going to do movies. We're going to do books. Yeah, uh, but right, I'm still whoring myself right now you know, with my published material. So we'll, we'll work know, on movies and stuff. In I usually now. end up with, uh, you know... Old electronics that uh, I, I buy myself a new thing, and instead of selling the old one, I give it away. You might get a free DVD player. Yeah, you know, I, God knows, I have five of them. All you, all, so. all of you uh, independent filmmakers and independent writers out there who are looking for people to send free copies of stuff to for reviews, right. send them here, and we'll give them out as part of the contest after we give you uh, hopefully p- favored favorable reviews. Yeah, uh, sure. even, even though our site's dedicated to bad movies. Uh, we do review good ones too. Yes, that's we kinda do. The, that kind of takes the sting, puts a little bit of a bite on the whole idea of let's send them a video and they'll review our movies. Says, yeah, but they they review bad films. <laughs> yeah. so, all right, don't so, let yeah, the title do. fool you. We do do good films as well, but bad ones are more fun. They are way more fun. And our contest is still standing for whoever can guess what movies the intro song clips right. are from. Yeah, put first, movie clips in the intros. What is that? The first like two, three, four episodes. And five? Two, three, four, and five. Right. If you can guess what movies they are, uh, you you'll also win a copy of Monster Rally autographed by the two of us. Correct, correct, so, yeah. and possibly some of the other authors as well. I, I you know, yeah, we, if we can get as many of the other ones in there as we can. I see Pat and Dave fairly regularly, so I usually try to get them to sign them yeah. as many copies as I have on hand. Definitely. So I, I might even uh, so just to clarify, when we hit two hundred for on Facebook, right? It'll either be a free copy of Monster Rally or of my new book performed by Lugosi. Either one of those, so we don't know yet. And then future contests, I'll uh, I'll contribute something something just. It won't cool. always be my writing, and you know, with no. stuff he's got in there, it'll be. Yeah, 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 it'll be good. So, so that out of the way. Now that now that that is out of the way, how about we move to the top ten? Sure. And this is for the weekend of December eighteenth through the twentieth, mm-hmm. the premiere of Avatar, which we both did see. Yes. Which in three D. In three D, which if you want to hear the review for that, that's in episode seven which you can get on iTunes, Podcast Alley, podcast.com, and also the website. Um, so let's get started. Uh, let's go. Avatar was, as expected, the number one film for the December 18th through 20th weekend. And? And Scott was correct in the fact that he guessed yes. in the 70 to $80 million range. Eat it! Because <laughs> I'm always wrong. Always. He, he is. I'm the one who predicted that Bulletproof Monk would be the number one in the box office. Because his whole thing w- about that was... It was Chow! 
It was Chow Yun-Fat. Now, if you could have found a few million friends to go with, then sure, it would have been the number one film no, over the weekend. I, but I, I admit my, my error there. And I think the number you predicted was somewhere in the range of 30 to 40 million. Which, for, was, which was like 25 to 35 too much. Yeah, yeah. I think that ended up with ten to fifteen. I also, I, I also predicted that that the la- that the um, Passion of the Christ was going to be a phenomenal disaster. Yeah, and I sunk every last penny I had on Hollywood um, Stock Exchange. Yeah, Hollywood Stock Exchange, and I think I made twelve or thirteen million in one weekend. Joey, no one's going to want to go to the theater during Easter and see a movie about Christ. Come on, <laughs> who would do that? Get some Jesus in your life, man. <laughs> I'm trying to put Santa back in Christmas. <laughs> You mean Satan back in Christmas? No, Santa. Stop. <laughs> so Avatar was the number one film, seventy-seven million. Yes, over thirty-four hundred theaters, and and that's in spite of the blizzard that hit the East Coast. Yeah, we had a pretty bad. Uh, it blizzard. was not pretty. It was okay. Yeah, what did I get? Ten inches by me. What did you get up? Here? I got around ten, twelve. Yeah, but it was, yeah, okay. But it was over the course of like a whole day, and they were already plowing. well. That, that Saturday evening was the conditions were drivable to see it. So yeah, personally, I don't. Really think it affected it that much? I really don't. Oh, have you seen the toys? They're terrible. Oh, horrible! We played with them in the last episode. No, no, no. Those are the McDonald's giveaway. You're talking toys. about the real toys. Talking about the real toys. Have you oh, seen the real toys? I'm sure they're just they're like GI Joes, but they're, they're, they look so brittle. And you could you could see the screws. I'm sure. It's, but it's like they're like GI Joes were, but like they're like half the thickness. They look they look frail. That's not good. It's horrible. Yeah, that's not good. And they come so, with free holographic. If you go online, you can get like a 3D image of the toy. Because that's so much fun to play. I, never mind. Uh, enough I can't the, even get that. Enough with the What's number two bullshit? on the list? Number two is The Princess and the Frog. Yes. Which we also briefly mentioned in the last episode that we were very happy that Disney brought back the original animation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it takes place in New Orleans. You know, uh, the whole thing about the flood, obviously, we made jokes about. Or you, you did. <laughs> I, uh, Me, I, 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 I have I'm, a bleeding heart. I made light of humorous. Hum- I, I made light of a horribly disastrous event in, in our recent history, I know. Yeah, you did. Uh, and I won't do it again. That's okay. Uh, so far, that's made $44 million, Good. Which, it's unfortunately cost $105 million to make, though. And I have no... I don't know why. It's a goddamn regular... CGI doesn't cost $105 million. I mean, that's according to this stat right here. It's $105 million. Is that costs. including prints and advertising? Yeah. Even so, let's say they spend $50 million on prints and advertising. Animated movie like that costs $50 million? I don't know. That's insane. So yeah, that one's going to be a flop for Disney, and they'll never do you know. No, anim- they, they'll they, never do it again, ever, ever. No, ever. Disney makes it all back on the DVD release. Oh, completely. No, uh, I'm talking about theatrically. It'll be a flop. Oh, theatrically, it's yeah. Not- Nothing is a flop anymore. No, no, nothing right. is. When you when you consider foreign market DVDs, Blu-ray, cable, TV, streaming no- video, nothing yeah. is a flop anymore. Mm-hmm. Nothing, okay. nothing is the heaven's gate of movies anymore. Uh, the number three film, The Blind Side, which is surprisingly popular. I mean, it's a huge film. This is this is Oscar season. Everybody it is Oscar season. Yeah, but films. you know, it, it's got this unlikely storyline. It's a true story. No, it, no, 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 no. I know that, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy this for a second. I'm sorry. Uh, a large black here, child playing football. Let me rephrase that. It has this unlikely storyline to have been used in a film. I've never an eight foot tall African American child playing football. Why is this preposterous? <laughs> Where do they come up with these ideas? <laughs> Sandra Bullock's lips keep getting bigger? Come on, this can't be real. <laughs> but it, this movie has just got one pair of legs, let me tell you. It made $10 million. It's a sports movie. Yeah, no, they don't usually do well. That's what I'm getting at. These kind do. With the bleeding heart story? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's made $10 million this past weekend. 
Uh, still in 3,400 theaters. Mm-hmm. So, again, holiday films. It, it happens. It, right, it's, but it's, it's in its fifth week and still at 3,400 screen mm-hmm. uh, theaters. I should say. Uh, That's the word of mouth I was talking about. That's... 164 million only cost 29. So now, see? huge. See success. See Cameron, you, you just should have made it like 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 the, the the guy with no legs. You know, like gets adopted by a family and then they they give right. him a they football get... jersey. Yeah. Why is it called the Blind Side? I haven't seen it. Every right. time, every blind time, blind side's a sports term. You know, getting hit on the blind side. Okay. Every time I hear it, I think it's that film from last year when everybody goes blind. <laughs> what movie is that? You know, come on. That was the, it. Was a film where everybody goes blind, except there's one person. I don't think I saw that. It was a main, It was in the theaters. It was. A, no. It was in the mainstream. Oh my god! It was in the. No, theaters. it was a mainstream I, film. It I, wasn't I, like I, a. No, no, no. I, 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 I think it was it. Kate Hudson. I, some somebody where she's like the only person that can see. It, so she's like the only person in a blind society. I doesn't ring a bell for me. Really? No, oh. I don't think I've. Ever, I haven't seen it. I've never heard of it. Really? I keep thinking yeah. of that when I hear the Blind Side. Uh, number four. It'd be funny if it was like the old, like the, like they were all blind, or if the guy was blind and they put him on a football team. <laughs> I want to see that movie. Did you hear about the Morgans? In its opening weekend, the who? Did you hear about the Morgans? No, who's that? Uh, with Hugh Grant and Sarah Jessica. Oh, Parker. that thing! Oh, yeah, the one with the pale on the line in, in the trailer. Yeah, the the the, the whole. Let's take some rich people and put them out in the country. Yeah, and see how they do. Because it's literally every year they oh do Oh, my this. God, there's a bear. Sweet what do we Al- do? Sweet home Alabama. Run towards the door, and I'll spray something at the bear. And she sprays him in the face. It's a, that yeah. old gag. I, I like Hugh Grant. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't care for him. I like him. No. He was great in Love, actually. I don't care for that movie either. That was a great film. I cried. When they, when the kids, you and my wife. When, dude, I, I, I am a softie when it comes to certain films. When, when that kid's running through the airport, I was like, you get him. You get him. <laughs> but you know this I, I blame all these fish out of water films on uh baby boomer remember that uh baby boom yeah baby boom with where, diane keaton yeah where, where she, yeah. the yuppie woman gets the kid and then she moves out to the, the like the, the backwards hillbilly country and then yeah i, I blame it's, ever since then they do one of those films literally every two years like it's like i said sweet home alabama was right. the last one and before uh, that there that was, was just on the other night yeah i don't like that one either well i didn't see I, you, you don't have to see the film because you've seen them already <sighs> I you really see? I, I only see. Now, them I like Hugh pass, Grant. passing by as my wife watches them. I I, I like Hugh Grant, but I, I can't stand Sarah Jessica Michelle Hewer Packard. Uh, what's her name? Horseface. Yes. Yeah, Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, I saw they've got posters up now for the Sex in the City two, which is in our sequels list. By the way, <laughs> we should review that. <laughs> I'm not paying to see that in the theater. You have to take your wife to see that in the theater. No, because if you do, I'll go with you guys. No, I, I get the talk of uh, the last you know romantic comedy type movie you ever took me to was 1998. Like, how do you remember that? I don't remember that. It was, uh, I think it was Ever After, if you, which I actually did like. If that, you, you know, have to go see Sex City Two, I will go with you guys. I will do the exact opposite of what you did with me on uh, with New Moon. <laughs> okay. What's the rest of the list? Okay, Twilight Saga, New Moon, in yes. with four million. How much is it made so far? $274 million. There are a lot of horny teenage girls out there. Yeah. By the way, everybody, I'm telling you right now, I've heard these. I just got to say this real quick. Okay. You see these guys in, when the film was out for the second and third week and the morning news shows would have these critics on. Well, what it is is this film is hopeless, is unabashedly romantic. And it's a romance that's drawing these kids in to see these films. Finally, we have a film that's hardcore romance. It's a load of crap. They're horny teenage girls. These guys take their shirts off every five minutes throughout the whole film. Yep. They're drooling down the aisles. Like the, Usually your feet stick to the theater. You go now? No, because the drool washed away the butter. Oh. They're, it's just, it's scary. Well, 
disgusting. The, so that's why this film's making so much money because all your teenage daughters are out there pining after these half-human, uh, werewolf, abusive wolf. boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. So that you should all parents of teenage yeah, girls should the, be the, very the, afraid. The teen, be afraid. The teen angst has the. It's just annoying. I, I can't watch. It's beyond annoying. It's scary. I can't watch these films because of the teen angst. What? It's just. It's over the top, overdone. It's it's just bullshit. I mean, it's just another excuse to play an emo song with I, someone wearing black, fawning over you know shirtless boys or you know girls that are emotional. It's just, come on, stop it. I don't want to take too much time on this because we have the top ten list to do. But right. I, I got to say, uh, it's it's scary because I know it's not we're not the demographic. Right. But when you're watching a film where the the the, the sympathetic female lead character mm-hmm. is so heartbroken because her boyfriend left her that for like. Three or four months, she wakes up in the middle of the night screaming because it hurt so much. Oh, God. And the audience is not laughing her off or saying, what's wrong with this girl? She just moved what? out with herself. You know, it's just there's you know, no... I don't know why I lapsed into that weird accent when I tried well, to do a teenage I was, girl. What was I? I was, I, was, yeah. just, I was flipping through channels just briefly before we move on. I was flipping through channels, and they had some talk show showing some scene from the movie, and it was the one... I think it was Jacob... Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, it was Jacob. He's Jacob. the half-human, half-werewolf. Well, he's a werewolf. Or he's a werewolf. Yeah, Jacob. That can morph into human. Anyway, it, it, she's, run, she's running... Whatever. She's running... I don't care. She's running into the house, or running out of the house to, to go meet Edward because she was thought to be dead by him. So she's running over to him before he commits suicide. Right. Really? Yeah. Well, they, they actually go to Italy to, to do that. But yeah, she's running towards... Really? Yeah. She's... He's going to kill himself. He, he's so emotional over it, he's going to commit suicide. I, I've said it before. At least in Romeo and Juliet, the whiny kids at least kill themselves at the end. <laughs> you don't have the pleasure of that in this one. But we got, I got sidetracked again because I, I, had, I had to see that film. All right. Uh, number six is Clint Eastwood's new film, Invictus. No uh, desire to see it, but I've been hearing it. There's no, I, Oscar know, talk. I got, I got to be honest. I'm not in sports films. just me. I'm not it's, saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I, I, no, 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 no. It's not that. I, I, I think... I, I think it's more than a sports film, obviously. I think that obviously. is one little element of the film. But it's a sports film. It revolves film. around that. But it's a sports film. It, Not so much. I, I think you're looking at maybe 70-30. It's still a sports film. It has sports in the film. I know it's about so much more, but it's about a, a, a soccer team. A football team, sorry. You can say soccer. No, but we're, it's football. We're, we're in America. Right. It's football right, there. But we're wrong. It's football. <laughs> That's why I apologize. Okay. No, uh, Clint Eastwood... The man hits home runs every time he makes a movie. Uh-huh. Personally, I, I I think that he's a very talented director. I think he's a very talented writer. And I think whenever he makes a film, even if you don't like it, you sit back and you look at the film and say, it. at the very least, it was well-made, well-directed, well-acted. Oh, sure. Always. And that's why every single year, Oscar always compliments him with... You know, best picture noms, best mm-hmm. so, best writing, you know, everything, cinematography. The right. man has found his niche outside of being an actor. Which film did he do that had to do with an American Indian? Was it, was it Iwo Jima one where, like, the American Indian was there, but they didn't include him in it because they, they, they took a photo of it instead? Or they, they staged it for the photo of Iwo Jima? Yes, that was, yeah, yeah that but, like, was, one of them was uh, Flags of Our Fathers. Yeah, but like one of them was an American Indian or something? Or the guy well, they, the he made two movies that year. One was called Flags of Our Fathers, and yeah. the other one was uh, Letters from Iwo Jima. That's the one, Letters from Iwo Jima. Yeah, right? it was It, was, that, it was, was almost like a part one and a part two. They but, were but, released very close together. But that together, Letters from... And they were both heavily Oscar. That Letters from has an American Indian character in mm-hmm. it. Basically, supposedly, I'm related to that character. Oh, really? Yeah, on my father's side. Oh, 
That's very interesting. It just occurred to me. You should find out. I don't care that much, but and, it just occurred to me. I thought I'd mention. Well, you it should find out because you could get lots of money. If anyone's interested, I'll find out the name of that character and uh, and I'll confirm that. All right, whatever cool. way. Well, that was uh, in its second week at twenty one hundred screens, four point two million, with a total of fifteen million and sixty million it uh, that it cost. Not bad. So, no, it, it, at the very least, it'll break even. What else you got? All right. Moving on is A Christmas Carol. Right. Saw that. Which I, I expected to still be in the top ten. It is the holidays. But they. So. But it's still it's 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 considered a flop at this point because of how much it made. Well, it made three point four million this weekend. It's been out for seven weekends, and it's made one hundred and thirty million total. And it cost two hundred million. Yes, yeah, so it's a flop. but it's already made over that with the foreign market, so it's already in the two forty range. Right, but it's, it's officially like not a good yeah, showing no, for that. Zemeckis, you got to stop doing this crap. Yeah, seriously, nobody really cares enough. Just do live action. You probably you could it'll spend you'll spend a lot less money. It would have made it would have made more money if it had been Ace Ventura's. <laughs> Scrooge. Well, it, probably, but no. If if he had done live action, he would have probably spent half the budget. And right now, it would be well into the green instead of just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know. So uh, number eight is the George Clooney machine up in the air. Up in the air. Yeah. Three point two million. I'm already tired of it. I don't know. It's supposed to be good though. It's a, you know I hate when a film comes out in December from the director of Juno, which is Jason Reitman, which is Ivan Reitman's yeah. son. But I hate when a film comes out in December and it's out for two weeks and all you see every commercial is the best film of the year. So like, come on. But they've been doing that forever. I, 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 forever. I, and I always hate it. it always no, me. I always hate it too. It's like, but it's, it's like this it's, year. It's it, just expected. They always release their films in the fall. Well, it's like That's this year. It since 2010 is coming up, all these sites are doing the list of the top ten films, or the, the ten best films of 2000, of the decade, the right. ten worst films of the decade. And almost all, like two-thirds of the films they pick are from the last two or three years. We're so short-sighted on this stuff. No, I know. I agree completely. So it, it just bothers me when, when a film comes out in December, and because right. they held it till December, and because they knew it was good, and, and everybody forgets about the films that came out at the beginning of the year, sure. and, and that turns me off immediately. So and, that uh, and I prefer I prefer Clooney when he's when he's doing something a bit more funny and not as poignant or uh, right. dramatic. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. it's, it's a romantic comedy, so like you know, it's soft-spoken and it's right. subtle, and it's I, I prefer him when he's doing like Oh Brother, Where Art Thou. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Actually, I prefer, or I want to see the... Michael uh, Clayton. He was amazing in Michael Michael Clayton. Michael Clayton, excellent. That is a serious film. I like him serious, but I don't like... I just this kind of romantic comedy. Yeah. I'm not... The guy I used to work with always made fun of that, saying, I'm not the guy who you kill. Uh, Now, he always pulled that crap. I I, I love that film. And also, uh, what was it? It's out now, The the Men of Stare at Goats. Oh, yeah. Dying to see that. Yeah, no. Have got to get to see that. That just actually came out of the top ten. But I cut you off there. Last week. what's, What's the end of this... Uh, well, just to finish up, up in the air, three point two million on one hundred and seventy-five screens, which is extremely well. I right. mean, that's good. Yeah, eight million total, twenty-five million at cost. Uh-huh. So it's just getting more theaters every weekend. Uh-huh. So that'll be in the green soon. Number nine is Brothers with two point eight million on two thousand screens. I saw a clip of that. I want to see that. Yeah, at twenty-two I'll- million total, twenty-six uh, is what it costs. So I like both of those guys, Gyllenhaal I, and yeah, uh, Gyllenhaal. Toby. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And, yeah. and Toby's in that, right? Toby Maguire. Yeah, I like both those guys. And they said Toby Maguire is supposed to be fantastic in it. Uh-huh. It's like some of the best stuff he's ever done. I like seeing Gyllenhaal when he's not doing a comedy because it's it's nice to see him actually act. I haven't. When was the last time he did a comedy? He's done quite a few comedies, or he does like I know he did Bubble Boy. He does like comedic character. Yeah, I like seeing him when he's not in a comedy or or in a, let me see, put it this way. I like Gyllenhaal in a straight film because he has a lot of quirky films too. Gyllenhaal. 
John Hall, yeah. yeah. John Hall, John Hall. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy. And then lastly is supposedly the horrific Old Dogs, which we probably should review at some point. <laughs> did you see, I, I did a post on our Twitter, uh, because of Old Dogs doing so badly, yeah. Disney actually stopped pre-production on Wild Hogs 2. Oh, really? Yeah, there's this new guy running Disney. He's already he's already stopped like four films before they were made. Good. And this is the last one, Wild Dog. And he's stopping all these ones that are obviously bad movies. But this one did so badly, they said, no, nah, nah, we're, no, nah, we're not putting Travolta in another kid's film. Yeah. But, no, we're, we're done with that. 2.3 million. We have to find something else for uh, for um, Tim Allen to do. 2,600 screens. Uh, cost, it's made 43 million and has co- it costs 35, so that's okay. Yeah. But... That first Wild Hogs film was just, was a huge success. Over $100 million yeah. and all that bullshit. You know what it is, too? When most of these critics, I think what happens is a lot of these critics, like when a Wild Hogs comes out, they can't bomb it 100% because they know it's going to do well. And they always have to, they, they always, they never really bomb films that they should bomb right. uh, oh, in yeah. reviews. Just... So what happens is it all this angst at like the fact that they're not, that they're, they're holding back on these films because they, they, they really can't trash them. Right. And then finally one film comes along, it's like, you know what? And they all, it's like almost, I don't know if they agree, if it's like pop purposely, I think they psychically like tune up on one film, so, okay, we're just going to trash this son of a bitch as much <laughs> as, we, with, with uh, old dogs, Right. I've seen critics on TV just like, this was trash, <laughs> they should kill Robin Williams, we should hunt him down, put his head on a stick, never again, <laughs> never again, <What? laughs> and, and they just, they lose it on one film a year, and it's usually, and I, I love it when it happens, because they just finally let it go, so, all right, all the other films that we should have bombed, we, well, yeah, but, you know, we can't do 100% bad on that, because everybody's going to like it, no matter what we right. say about it, Right. and they just, they just find one that's, okay, we're justified, Yeah. It's, and they it's just like, go to town. Every critic that, that feels dirty for not criticizing Avatar for the right. cheesy plot is like, all right, Old Dogs is getting it. <laughs> this is the one we're going to do. All right, so... So, the, so that's the top ten. Now let's go to... The Finger List. Ah! All right. For anybody, so, for anybody listening for the first time, this is the list uh, where we take the top ten films in the theater the last weekend, and we decide, or Joey and I decide, which film off of those ten would we rather cut our pinky finger off of rather than see? So you want to go first? After you, sir. Okay. Uh, considering that, see, I have two here, and I always like to pick just the one. I don't. You gotta I, go for one. I, I don't like to pick two, even though you have in the past. I just like to pick one. It no, would, no, no, no. I, I, I said like you, I, it's almost tied, but I, I do make a definite answer. I, I say between the two of them, this is the one I'd okay. want. The two that I would pick. Don't make me sound wishy washy, sir. <laughs> the two that I would pick uh, are obviously the Twilight Saga, New Moon, which. I you di- still haven't seen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which I did ditch you. <laughs> so I, did, I apologize. And the Not other enough. one is, did you hear about the Morgans? So, but which one would I rather cut my finger off than not to see? Uh-huh. And I think I'm going to have to go, did you hear about the Morgans? Really? I think... So you should have gone to see New Moon with me then. Well, not that weekend. If Did, did you hear about the Morgans was out that weekend and Twilight... Saga was out that weekend, and you had me choose between the two. Uh, I would have gone to New Moon with you. Over, did you hear really? about the Morgans? I would have cut my finger off and avoided the Morgan film and come with you to see Twilight New Moon. Well, once again, sir, I am shocked at your decision. Um, hey, I, I happen. I, I I don't hold fast to Hugh Grant, but I do enjoy him sometimes when he's just doing comedy, and I can stomach him. So I can handle the Morgans, even though Sarah Jessica Hewlett-Packard's in it, whatever the hell her name is. 
but <laughs> Old Dogs is definitely cut a finger off of. Mm-hmm. Just the trailers alone made me nauseous. And I, if I want to see, well, here's the thing: if I want to see, tra- if I want to see John Travolta in the film, I'll see him in that last one that just came out, where he's like the psycho CIA assassin. And if I want to see Robin Williams in the film, mm-hmm. I'll I'll rent the Fisher King. See, here's a, here's a, and your choice is your choice. That's totally fine. But the reason why I is it is it now, sir? <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Think, no, but my choice is Old Dogs. As well, well, I think the reason why I think the biggest reason why I didn't pick Old Dogs was because I have a feeling that we're going to be reviewing that together because it's so bad and it's perfect for our site. All right. That's why I didn't pick it. I mean, that's the obvious choice because you hear about how awful it is. Yeah, well, it's it's obvious trick, but it's like, I just don't. I just don't. It's also obvious for me because, like I said, I I actually like Hugh Grant, so I could stomach that film. No, I couldn't. Definitely not me. Anyway, mine's an honest answer. I, from all those from all those trailers, honestly, Old Dogs is the one I would probably just like break up a relationship <laughs> rather than no. I want to see this. Then you're seeing it alone. Yeah. <laughs> you're seeing it without me. Yeah. Don't call me anymore. <laughs> Walk back from the theater. No, no, no. <laughs> Let me know when it's done. I'll be watching uh, something meet, better. Meet, meet the Morgans in the other in the other theater. How how would that suck? Getting busted sneaking into like you know? Have you heard about the Morgans? You snuck into this film, really? Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to pay I, for it. I bought it. Bought a ticket for Avatar, but <laughs> <laughs> so that is the finger list. You know, in the course of Avatar, you get sneak into two bad films instead of watching that one not too bad film. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. You could have taken an old dogs and have you heard about the Morgans? Did you hear about the Morgans? Did you hear Mor- what about the Morgans? <laughs> what about Bob? What about him? What about him? <laughs> so that that's the top ten. for That this. is the top ten. That is the finger list. Not a, not a good month for movies. No, not really. No. If I had to pick one film off of this list that I would want to see that I haven't already seen... I would probably pick Brothers, personally. Yeah, it'd be Brothers. Yeah. That'd definitely be my pick. Definitely. Yeah. Nice, cheerful Christmas film. <laughs> you know what I did to come back to you? Spitting all over himself. Watching Toby Maguire like completely go mental, like like chase cops with a gun and stuff. Yeah, no, it sounds like single handedly dismantled his kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> it's beginning. The sugar doesn't belong here. <laughs> Throw it across the room. <laughs> Rest, uh, roasting chestnuts. My hands. <laughs> uh, all right. How about we take a quick break? Quick break, and we'll then take we'll, a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do our sequel extravaganza. Yes, I, I've I've gone back thirty years for this. Don't worry, I won't go through every year. But I've gone back thirty years. It's gonna be a long episode, guys. No, 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 no. I've gone back thirty years for this. It's and we're just gonna talk about the sequels in 2010, which should be good entertainment. All right, all right. We'll be and right back. And hope up.
And we're back. That was a good, well-deserved break. I'm tired. Ah, well, we've just begun, my friend, because now it's time for the sequels list. I, I, I have a thought on this. Okay. Sequels are funny, I think. I think so. Because everyone hates sequels. When, whenever someone's complaining about a sequel, about movies, right. about bad films, um, when the editor of Remorgue mm-hmm. had her little interview online, and I complained about that because she was blaming America for all the bad films, because Canada wasn't involved in, in like the last sacrifice. And that would be episode one of Movie Sucktastic. Correct. But sequels always come up. So all they do is crank out bad movies and sequels. So everyone hates sequels, right? Yes. They never fail to make money, though. Oh, no, I take that back. They usually don't fail to make money. They usually... Well, and you know what? It's, if, it's, if they weren't paying, people weren't paying to see sequels, they wouldn't make them. It's it, basic capitalism. Right. It, it's funny you should mention about, you know, Hollywood making sequels, making money on them. Well, it's not funny. I mean, we're talking about sequels. It makes perfect sense. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I went back 30 years with these stats. Mm-hmm. Can, can, can you give me a guess on how many sequels they had in 1979? 79? No. No. Oh. Two. Really? There were two sequels in 1979. Oh, wait, wait. can I guess which two? Uh, no, I can't. I have no idea. I didn't bother. <laughs> I probably should have. You didn't write them down? No. You wait. You come up with a stat like that. There's only two sequels in 79. So what were they? So I don't know. <laughs> we can find out. Does real that quick matter? If you want. No, no. So now it's okay. ruined. No, just the um, fact you didn't write them down bothers me. Like, there's only two. Like my my. My my curiosity would be: There's only two. I wonder what they were. You're like D- number two is good enough for you. <laughs> See, you were you, busy. You were with, busy. I, with, I know with that. With you doing that, you you've you've really annoyed our audience by me not providing these two sequels now. Well, you you've annoyed. I'm the annoyed at myself now for not writing them. You've down. annoyed the audience. I'm just. I, I like, just did it quickly to breeze through. <laughs> yeah, put those away. I put away my trivial pursuit pieces. Uh, well, anyway, how about 1980? <laughs> Four. I'm going somewhere with this. Four. Three. Three? Okay. Yeah. Get this. Between 1979 and 2001. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's a lot of years. That's... Yes. I'm, yes. Not, I'm not doing math. Yes. yes. That's okay. a lot of years. All right. Over that time span... That's almost 30 years. But not quite. It's uh, 22 years. There you go. Okay. Like I said. <laughs> it's almost 30. It's 20, almost 30. 20, 22. Not quite 50. Yeah. Uh, between 1979 and 2001. Yes. On average, Hollywood has only pushed out six sequels a year. Okay. All right? Mm-hmm. Get this. Now, after that. Between 2002 and, 2000 and mm-hmm. 2010, Hollywood has pushed out almost 17 sequels. On average, 17 sequels a year. A year? A year. And this is not counting directed video. This is no. These are release. major theatrical releases. Wow. Seven t- in since and only in the last eight years, and I'm counting 2010 because there's 17 sequels in 2010 coming mm-hmm. out. 17 sequels a year on average. As a matter of fact, 2007, 2006, and 2007 saw 19 sequels in 2006 and 20 in 2007. Now, if you are you count if you're counting the re-releases of Star Wars movies, because nope. nope. that that could account for like half of them. I am not counting those. Really? Not at all. Okay, you're not. So you're not counting Star Wars. Sequels. I, I, no, I am counting things. You know, anything with RoboCop two, 
you know, the Star Wars sequels, the episodes one, two, and three, those count as sequels. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about the re-releases of four, five, and six, like they were doing all over the place. Okay, um, things like that. If it's a, if it is a true blue sequel, you know, Pink Panther two, Crank High Voltage, you know, shit like that. Those are sequels. That's what's making these lists. Okay. On average, Hollywood is pushing out 17 sequels a year since 2002. Wow. And 2010 is no different. Oh. So let's get started. For, what, 2010? Or we 2000... go back and, and recap them? Oh, that's right. You didn't write down the names of the other ones. No, I have. Actually, I have the sequels from 2009, 2008, and 2007. But that's just for you know factual purposes. I mean, we could breeze through 2009 if you'd like. No. No? No, okay. I, th- I think we'll all live in that still. I mean... 2000. I mean, I already mentioned two of them from 2009. I anyway. saw. I love the last few films I've seen in the theater were sequels. You know, I saw New Moon. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that, that was one of the few few Transformers: Revenge of the Fall. I mean, things like that. I swear they make up, they make up these records when films come out just to hype them. Because mm-hmm. Avatar, I saw like the two benchmarks it made, and one of them was highest grossing film with no predecessors. Yeah, and then when, highest grossing was that 3D a, film. When was that a record? It's just for the month of December, I believe. Just for the month of December. And you know what? The I highest am, grossing film ever in December, is beginning am, with an A. Is I Am Legend. And the Avatar is only like $200,000 shy of beating that record. So <laughs> when, they, when they say no predecessors, they mean an original story. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, so the year of 2010 yes. starts out January 15th with Hoodwink. Two T O O. Ooh, and it's Hood a January ver- release. Hood vs. Evil. Yes, it is a January release. Hood vs. Oh, I get it. Uh, yeah, I yeah. still haven't seen the original. Me neither, and I don't plan to. Really, I heard it was okay, but I don't nah, know. I, I, I don't care enough about it. The writer is Corey Edwards, and the only other things he's ever done is Escape from Planet Earth, Fraggle Rock the movie, Hoodwink Two, Hood vs. Evil. He did the original Hoodwinked, and. Fraggle Rock should have never been made into a film. CCM TV. That's coming out in 2011. CCM TV? I don't know what that is. It's a TV show. CCM TV Weekend Jam. Don't know. Anyway. Oh, it's MTV, though. So it's CCM TV? Maybe it's It's got to be an MTV thing. Well, the M and the TV is hyphenate. There's a hyphen in between, so I have no idea. Close captioned MTV? It's just I don't, lyrics on the screen. It's like pop-up video, one step removed. I don't know where you're going with I'm that. I'm just guessing. I, I don't know. I just, I, I've never heard of it. That's where I'm going with it, I'm guessing. <laughs> but that's what Corey Edwards has done. The yeah, screenwriter well, of the first Hoodwinked and the second. And then... I, well, and again, it's January release, so you know they're already predicting horrible things for it. Correct. It's like the sequel no one demanded? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, nobody... Uh, and here's the thing. Between January, the very next week, sequel doesn't come out till April. And there's still 17? There is a huge... That's the thing. There is this huge gap between the first sequel of the year and the next. Because starting from April on, Uh basically most of these sequels are through the summer and fall for some reason. Mm. And that's a pattern that I've seen in all the years prior from 2002. Is this pattern is summer... The year starts off slow with sequels, and then spring, summertime comes, and then boom... It seems like every week or two there's a sequel coming out. And then it just pushes right into the fall. Interesting. So the next one is Why Did I Get Married to T O O. And that's Tyler Perry's oh, that's right. next Tyler, film. Tyler Perry he's still alive. 
Yeah, and makes a lot of money. So oh no, he makes ass loads of money. Yeah, off so the he's whole. never gonna not between this and Medea. I, I I don't understand the fascination with his movies, but they're there's a lot I don't understand. <laughs> and that's I, just the tip of the iceberg, my friend. That comes out April second, so if, that's that's the next sequel. If any if anybody year. listening to this listening to our podcast uh, has paid to see a Tyler Perry film in the theater, please email us. And tell us what the fascination is. Explain to us. Yeah. Tell me how wrong I and, am. And we're not going to berate you or anything. We just we're curious. Because honestly, I've never seen one of his films. Me neither. So I, I, I'm not sitting here saying he sucks. I'm sitting here saying I can't even be bothered to watch one of his films. I don't understand people that actually do. Yeah. And so I, I we would love to hear from you. Let us know. Please set us straight. Why is Tyler Perry yeah. funny enough? And to we'll, we'll read your letter. Right on the show. So, you know, don't be afraid. If you live near the Bible, we'll put you on the show. Yeah, why not? May not, may not survive it, <laughs> but just curious. I'm just curious. That's all. Then the next one is, that's the very same month, April 23rd, is Wall Street 2, Money Never Sleeps. Ah. And, of course, Oliver Stone is directing. Brian Burrow wrote the story. Alan Loeb is a screenplay. And it's got Charlie Sheen, Shia LaBeouf, and... Well, you know what? What? Michael Douglas is in it too. He's oh, yeah. back. Of course he is. Yeah. You didn't know that? Well, his name is in, is very low on the list, so uh, I don't know if he's more cameo. Oh, when they when they announced or, it, the first thing they said is, "Yeah, Michael Douglas is coming back too." Sure. Well, he needs a good hit. He hasn't had a good hit in a while. Although I liked uh, King of California, I just saw that the other night. I haven't I haven't not seen that. I I, I I thought it was a pretty decent film. Hmm. It wasn't bad. He's a crazy guy. Thinks he can find money and. Hidden, hidden in a Costco somewhere, like some from like Spanish Revolution or some shit. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But uh, that's the next one. Wall Street Two: Money Never Sleeps. <laughs> a nice, nice indictment of the banking. Yeah, as, that's uh, that, very, it's a very timely sequel. Very timely. We've been having a lot of that in films lately. Paranormal yes. Activity. Saw Six. Saw Six. Talk about the last film you expected to get like political. Yeah. Uh, debate from, but. It's an arm loan. (laughs) (laughs) These are the insurance company people. We'll be killing them off one every 15 minutes. Yes! And the the writer, Brian Burrow, Mm -hmm. uh, it's based on his story. He also wrote Barbarians at the Gate Mm. and Public Enemies. Which I have not seen yet. So, I mean, he's only written three, or three of his books have been based on film, and those are the three. So, Public Enemies isn't the DVD release coming out with a Blu-ray and DVD combined? I don't know. I thought I heard that. I'm not sure, to be honest. But I, then, you, I then you got Alan Loeb, who is the other writer. He actually wrote the screenplay. Yeah, he's done. He did 21. Uh, he did 21. 21. The poker Which? film, the I, uh, MIT. Oh, that one. Okay, so there's so many number films now. I'm starting to get. Yeah, confused. no, the MIT ones that go to Vegas. Yeah, I had no desire to see that. Yeah, me neither. But uh, 21 is just about the only thing, you know, that he's gotten any kind of notoriety for. So he's been 21 right to something called New Amsterdam, New Amsterdam, which is a TV show, Streak, and Wall Street 2. Uh, then Iron Man 2, oh. which the trailer just came out for that. That Mickey, is the next film, Iron Mickey Man Rourke. 2, May 7th. Mickey Rourke, half, like, you know, half naked with that whip thing contraption yeah, strapped to his body. <laughs> I'm sorry, that, yeah. that's entertainment no, right it, there. It's it's going to be a great film. You just know, you can tell it's going to be a great film. The entire Avatar film 
did not thrill me as much as that one shot of, of him on the racetrack with those electric whips. Whoosh, whoosh. Yep. There's yep. entertainment. Oh, yeah. And then what's his name from the first film? Uh, his Iron Man's like sidekick that they kicked off the first film? Oh, yeah. That's, Don uh, Cheadle's playing the Don role Don Cheadle now? is taking over the for Terrence Howard, who was who, in the original who film. Who apparently is a huge dick. <laughs> Yeah, you got to pay me more money because it's a three hundred. No, get out of here. <laughs> we'll get Don Cheadle, and he's you, got more Oscar nominations than you. You can't get do the a film with me. We can't. <laughs> yeah, watch us. I'm sorry. The film's Iron Man, not guy in the military suit. <laughs> but he's an integral part of the story because he gets his own suit. But we don't need you because yeah. if you're going to be in the suit, uh, we don't need your your yeah. face that much. <laughs> I made the wrong call. Yeah. <laughs> So that's uh, that's next up on May seventh, and I'm looking forward to that. I uh, very hopefully we will when we see I'm it sorry, again. Iron Man one, damn good film. Yo, damn good. Yeah, film. that's a great movie. I, I want to see the longer cut of the ending though. I I have the Blu-ray. I have not watched the. Uh, there's a longer version of the ending. Oh, is there really? Yeah, that has. I don't own the Blu-ray yet. It has more of a I don't touching. Know what I'm waiting for, but uh, him and uh, what's his name, Jeff Bridges' character. Oh, um, you know the name. I do know the name. It's um. Gorgonzola. No. No. It's, <laughs> but before he falls down the pit, there's this like touching moment where they talk right. to each other. It's like it's kinda it adds more humanity to their roles and not just this, like a, a quick it's a right. bit it's, it's it it adds dimension to the quick shoot 'em up, bang 'em up yep. uh ending. So I'm dying to see that. Oh yeah. So that that's next on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh all star cast, of course. Well of course. And three three of that on star cast is Oh, well you got Robert Downey Jr. You that's got, him. Uh, you got Scarlett Johansson, who is in this sure. now. Sure. Sam Rockwell is in it. Mickey Rourke, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel Rock- Sam Rockwell's in it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Justin Hammer. Yeah, no, because they're setting up for that Avengers Oh, film. I know. I just I was a, I was a DC guy. And I never read Marvel. I wasn't much, really so. a big uh, Marvel guy. I know myself. some through osmosis from working at a comic store. Well, you, you know what, too? They're setting up for this Avengers film that's mm-hmm. coming out in 2012, I believe. Right. Right before the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Iron Man... Then it was supposed to be The Incredible Hulk the same summer, which it did. Then it was supposed to be Iron Man 2. And then this summer, 2010, was supposed to be Thor. Thor. But it got pushed back. I think they And had, nobody knows why. I, Kenneth Branagh is directing that. I heard they changed a character. Like they changed an actor or somebody. Got got bumped or moved. Like like Thor's mother or sister or somebody. And that delays a project for a whole year? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, it's, I heard something like that. So I'm saying because the, the, the original timeline was Thor and Iron Man two, and then the following summer was going to be uh, Captain America: The First Avenger film. Maybe they're trying to get themselves in on some of that Avatar graphic animation. Who the hell knows? It'll probably be in 3D. I, I'm not expecting Thor to be a good film. Thor better I could, not be in 3D. I, I, I could be wrong, you know, because they're really trying hard. And so far, the Incredible Hulk film was very good. Iron Man no, was obviously right, right. excellent. You know, what? Com- compared to the first Hulk film. To the, the Hulk, well, yeah. the Incredible Hulk was amazing. <laughs> Compared to the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk was yeah. was fantastic. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. But it was good. It was it was good. Yeah, was Iron Man was good. great. Incredible Hulk was good. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. You put in, Compared yeah, to sure. Hulk, it was great. Yeah. yeah no, no, Compared I, to other superhero films, if, if you put it on a scale for me, one to ten, I would put the Hulk somewhere in seven, seven and a half. Range. Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, then seven. Iron Man, I would put in the nine range. Definitely. Nine, nine, I would say ten. Perfect. I, as far as as far as adaptations from comic books go, hell's yes. That's right up there with Watchmen. Hell's yes, boys. Hell's yes, yo. I did that on purpose. That was not a stump. No, I know you did. Hell's yeah. Yeah, boy. Word. Word. Word to your mother. Word. 
<laughs> we're Irish, we're queer, we're here every year. <laughs> I'm not even Irish. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, and that was the original timeline for that. <laughs> that took me a minute, too. <laughs> I'm not Irish. <laughs> so, but... And then they were going to come out with the Avengers film in 2012. Right. So the whole timeline is screwed up now. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to be doing a back-to-back again. It's going to be Thor and uh, Captain America, the, the first Avenger, in the same summer. And then the following summer will just be the Avengers film. Do, I, I, and then I, Iron Man 3 the year after we, that. We've got to go back and rewatch the old Captain America. Heads up. <laughs> Yeah, fucking red I got you now. You got. I got to break. I've got to say, the old Captain America, the one they did. What was that? Ninety. Yeah, something it, like that. It was okay. The beginning when they like they set up all the character and everything, it was cool. Right up until the Red Skull straps Captain America to a giant rocket. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know what? When I first saw that, film, and then and then Ned Beatty, no, uh, yeah, Ned, Ned Beatty, Beatty finds him in like Alaska, like fifty years later or thirty years later. Whoa. <laughs> Oh. I, I I I knew something was was bad when I saw that film. When the Red Skull, the whole scene in the beginning of the film where he's he's con- Italian. <laughs> Hitler's right hand man was actually Italian to begin with, and oh yeah. Well, they, they had a whole that whole stop animation crap. And yeah, it, it looked terrible. And they they made, they made the Red Skull mm-hmm. like the like the most evil Nazi ever, and they made him a sympathetic character. Yeah. So even the Joker, they didn't soft pedal that much, right? In the first film, anyway. We're getting anyway. Side, I get inside. Well, uh, the the writer Come of Iron on. Man Two is Justin Thoreau, and he oh not oh not Favreau. Favreau didn't write it. Oh, writer, you said. I'm sorry. Yeah, I no, you. it's um, Justin Thoreau is the writer of the film. Uh huh. Let me just be yes. Justin Thoreau is the writer of the film, and he's more of an actor than he is a writer. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's done a shitload of stuff as an actor. I mean, everything from uh, I Shot Andy Warhol movie in 1996. Sex and the City. Episodes of Sex and the City, all the way to doing voice work for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. What has he written? Anything? What he has written, Iron Man 2, obviously, Tropic Thunder, Reign of Madness, uh, which was the video game, and Tropic Thunder. That's it. There was a video game, the Tropic Thunder? Yeah, apparently. Oh, I I, I missed that. I didn't play it. But I, I like he's, he's an actor first. I like and, Tropic Thunder, so I'll give him a go on that. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is pure gold in Tropic Thunder. He, he's he's the more I he's think, the reason to see it. The more I think about it, if he wasn't in that film, I would not have enjoyed it because I really can't stand Jack Black. Yeah, and Ben Stiller's Ben Stiller's routine is getting tolerable. old. He's tolerable. He's getting he's getting old, but he's not yeah. bad. He might yeah. redeem himself with that um, that new movie I'm, he's doing. Where I'm the dude <laughs> playing a dude pretending to be another dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lead farmer, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you people. What do you mean by you people? What do you mean? Well, what do you mean, you people? Oh, just because it was a theme song doesn't mean it ain't true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. Uh, also, the same month of May, May 21st, is Shrek Forever After. I saw a trailer to that. Oh, we, we saw, saw it. We saw it at Avatar. Yeah, we saw it at Avatar. Because yeah. it's going to be in 3D. That looks forgettable. Very much so. You know what? It's it's a machine at this point. Mm. It just makes money. The third one, the first film now, I it, thought was excellent. The second film I thought was pretty good too. Then the third film was terrible. 
but it's still made almost three hundred million or over. Yeah. And then this one is going to do the same thing. You know, in all fairness, it is a business. It's and supposed they, to be the last one. That's what they said. It they is said a, the final t- chapter. Yeah. Well, th- they're probably all signing off on it because they realize they can't stretch it any further. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, you know, it is a business. They do it to make money, and when they realize that no matter what they do, they can still get squeeze a certain amount of money out of an idea. They're going to do it just because it's, right. it's it's a given. Oh, yeah. it's like, there's no way they can't oh, sure. make money off of Shrek Three. No, and that's all it's for. It's just it's just a it's just a film to make money yeah. at this point. Yeah, it's, it's hard it's hard to rant and like complain about it when you're like, oh yeah, right. but they they got to make money too. Yeah, there's it. The forgiveness only goes so far. Yeah, I'll forgive Shrek Three. I won't for, I won't forgive Wild Hogs too. Thankfully, that got the axe. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I won't definitely for, for that. I won't forgive sure. Tim Burton with uh, Willy Wonka. There's only yeah, so far. And we don't know anything about Alice in Wonderland yet, but I can tell you right now, I still don't care to see it. And that's technically a Because that was the other trailer we saw. Yeah, because she goes back to Wonderland. Right, which it's still called Alice in Wonderland. Even though it's probably through the looking glass, which, which is the sequel. I, and I, don't, I think that's why they didn't call it that, because one, doesn't have the name recognition. Right. And two, I don't think the plot is anything similar to through the looking glass. Well, they could have called it, you know, they could have put through the looking glass, and then above that in smaller letters, Alice in Wonderland, and... People would get it. I think they're trying to pull a fast one is what they're doing. Well, yeah, and knowing Tim Burton, if know, they, he if just throws so much CGI crap lately, you know, with so much color, and he puts Johnny Depp in there. Oh, well, Johnny Depp's in it. It's got to be great. Yeah. No, it, you know what? Johnny Depp's performance will probably be, you know, as expected, good. That doesn't mean the movie's going to be good. Right. Personally, I didn't like his performance in Willy Wonka. I hated it. And yeah. and I really hated Willy Wonka. Yeah. Charlie and, or I should say Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Me, I'm tired of Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. He, need, he needs to go away and refine himself. Mm-hmm. Although it's it's not going to happen because everything he does makes two hundred million dollars. It seems, That's and the problem, they just yeah. keep giving him money to make this shit, and it all looks the same. It all acts the same, and everyone is fooled by. I, it. I think I think what happened was they were so surprised that the uh, musical. Oh yeah. Um, Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Okay, I, yep. I, I think Demon Barber of Fleet Street, and then I get stuck in my head. But yeah. Sweeney Todd, yeah. I mean, I think, I think everyone was surprised that that was not a huge flop. Yeah. That now they're just like throwing money at him. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it just, yeah. I'm just so tired yeah. of Tim Burton. But, but there, as we both are. But with Alice in Wonderland, if they titled it as a sequel, mm-hmm. they they know they would lose people, so they're calling it a remake when it's really a sequel. Yeah. Kinda. In spirit, it's a sequel. In storyline, it's a sequel. It's just not an actual sequel. Yeah, and and we don't know plot details that much to see if right. it truly is a sequel. But we do, they're selling the trailer. Welcome back, Black. You know, it's no, Alice it, again. It, expect a, it's a sequel. Yeah, expect a seventy, eighty, maybe even a ninety million dollar opening weekend. It just. Bleh. I'm predicting one hundred and twenty-three. <laughs> we'll do the predictions when it comes out. No, we won't. <laughs> What's next? Sex in the City two. Oh, and pass. That comes out May 28th. Well, you said you might come with me and my wife. Yeah, I didn't say I'd like it. No. Well, it would only be for the show because, you know, no, don't bother because I'm not going to see this. I, I just can't handle Sarah Jessica Parker Brothers anymore or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, it's the same old cast, the same old director, and the same old storyline and all that bullshit. So we're just going to move on from that. We don't even want to talk about it. Because it's gonna suck. How how is she a like a, a sex? Singer? I don't know. She's the she's the ugliest pretty chick ever. Just I I don't see sex symbol. I'm not not accusing her of being ugly, but she's not like a model. She's in a show called Sex in the City that was a monster hit, so people look past I, it and they I just put know. her on a pedestal. But even and that's before all there that, is to it. even before that, they would put her in all these films, and she was supposed to be 
Well, at one point in her career, I when, love... she was, when she was young, she was she, she I think she was more attractive then than she is now. So as she's gotten older, I do applaud her for not going crazy with the plastic surgery, the liposuction, or the the collagen in the lips. Or she's kind of she's as defor- she, she's deformed enough as it is. <laughs> she's she as of right now, she has not gone the route of say um, Sandra Bullock. You know, right? She's got in a ton of plastic she's, surgery. She's halfway to Goldie Hawn. Yeah, even Goldie Hawn, I think, has 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 gotten less than Sandra Bullock at this point. No, 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 it's not that bad. No, 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 she's no, she's not that bad yet. Mm-hmm. I will say, speaking of Tim Burton, though, mm-hmm. I, I love Ed Wood. Ed Wood's great. Where she, where Sarah Jessica, Raphael, whatever, is in there, is in <laughs> there, and she she's with she's with Ed Wood. After one of their plays and they're reading the reviews. Oh, right. And she looks goes, like she's reading the critics' review of her. She looks up and says, Do I really look like a horse? <laughs> and an audience, Yes. Yes. <laughs> Why the long face, Sarah? <laughs> Get her off uh, my screen. I'm, I'm, I'm being mean. What's next? Toy Story 3. If that had come out five years ago, mm-hmm. it'd be a big deal. Now it's just kind of like, Oh, you finally got around to it. Well, a big deal to you. Because this to, movie is going to make a shitload of money. But, but, I mean, there was a time where everybody... Remember when Toy Story 2 came out? Oh, yeah. And it was like, wow, they finally made a sequel. because well, they did it, you know, two, three years after the first one. And even that was like, it seemed like forever for it to come out. I think Toy Story 2 was 97. Yeah, and then yeah. all the, It's like if they did a, a sequel to um, Finding Nemo now. It's like, why? Why, why wait so long? I... It, you know what? It's, if you're going to do a sequel to... I mean, an animated sequel to, like, Toy Story... If, if I'm not Toy mistaken, 3, isn't this the only film that they've done sequels for from Pixar. Everything else is one and done. You could be right on that. I, I'm pretty sure that Toy Story is the only one that they've ever done I, sequels and have expected them to make money. I'm just of the... I, I've heard of uh, them doing Incredibles 2, which if they, they get, if they get no. Brad Bird to do it... They, they do so much good stuff, though, they shouldn't do sequels. Well, if Brad Bird does it, I think it'll be fine. I, I just still... I just feel... Brad Bird is... Excellent. This is my, my main problem. Was I, I expect Disney to crank sequels out every every so often, every like month. Right. But with Pixar, they do such great stuff. Not I'm not talking the animation. I'm talking the stories. Mm-hmm. I'm talking the script. That it's beneath them to do sequels. They yeah. don't need to. They have so much going for them, and for them to spend their time and energy to do a sequel saddens me. Yeah. Even if it's Toy Story three, which I'm sure it'll be, it'll be good as long as it's if it's as good as the second one, which wasn't as good as the first, but it was still good. Yes. It'll still be good. No, and it's going to make a shitload of money. I can guarantee you, it'll it'll pull within the three hundred million, possibly higher. Yeah. But I, I just. And it's coming out in June, so you know it, it's just when school's letting out. It, it's going to be a monster. Oh no, hit. it's going to make money. But I, again, it's like. Why, why so long? Why bother at this point? Why not just move on? Because Pixar has been doing other things. Right. So they should keep, Ever, just, and they should keep doing other things. That's my point. Well, hey, this is the only sequel franchise they have, apparently. So They don't need it. No, I know they don't need it. But why not make you know half a billion dollars? Why not doesn't count, cut it for me? <laughs> well, that's what they want to do. So they're going to do it. Tough. And they, and they, they don't should. need Scott Wilson's approval. They should call me and ask. <laughs> I am hurt. They didn't at least ask my opinion. Uh-huh. <laughs> they probably had a board meeting. Should we call Scott? No. He's just going to say no He's again. Just, just, you know, and then and then he starts whining, and then, you know, it's just horrible. <laughs> okay, next on the list is the Twilight Saga Eclipse, and that comes out June 
30th. Okay, that gets a pass because it's based on a book's sequel to begin with. It's, it's like, it's but like, it's still a movie sequel. It, no, and I'm not saying it doesn't count. I'm just saying I give it a pass as far as criticizing it because it's, it's kind of like criticizing Lord of the Rings. So why'd you, why'd you do a third one? Because it's, it's, it's a book. It's, it was written as such. We're not criticizing it. We're just mentioning it. No, I'm just giving my opinion. That's okay, all. all right. I'm saying I, I, I can't criticize it for like, uh, oh, the first one came out. Now they got to crank all these out. They planned on making part three when they made well, part one. Well, if the first film didn't make as much money as it did, then we wouldn't have seen a second or a third film. But you knew it was going to. That's why they made it. It was. It was. Well, they keep the budget per you know pretty much in the low end for these films. Oh sure, and, you know, they're and, and the special effects suck ass. I don't care what anybody says. I think you're wrong. I think they're fine. No, I think they suck. I think they're good enough for what they. I mean, no, they're not. I, a, they're not like Avatar. Oh, Avatar. No, I think the special effects really do suck for these Twilight films, and I think anyone going to see that looks past it. Because they don't care about the special effects. Uh huh. Seriously, I, I think I think in part three, the, the, Bella Bella's gonna fall for Jake Sully. Oh, cool, Jake Sully. Yeah. What's your name? What are you, Jake Sully? I am Jake Sully. <laughs> I think Bella's gonna fall for the Navi, and then it's gonna be vampires versus werewolves versus Navi. <laughs> I'd li- I I I think I might like to see that battle if they if they bring Garrich back as like a werewolf. Garrich. Colonel Garrich. Quaritch. Quaritch. Some of you will not survive. That's the idea. <laughs> uh, so that's the next one on the list. Twilight Saga bullshit. I, I, I've asked <sighs> I've asked some teenage girls uh, how that how that how what's in this third one, and I w- I've been banned from the uh, from the mall food court now. Wait a minute. But what? You, know, you know what I didn't mention? What? And we've mentioned this in an earlier podcast that the director of the third film yes is David Slade, who did. 30 Days a Night. Oh, that's right. That's he, right. You did mention this. He's yes. done a real vampire film. Right. So I have no idea how this is going to turn out. It's going to be exactly the same. Probably. But Melissa Rosenberg wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. And she's done episodes. I'll tell you exactly what she's done episodes of. Uh, she Under her belt, she has... Well, she's got... That's Al- kind of personal. Ali, <laughs> Ali McBeal. Which still isn't on DVD, which I find odd. Really? Last time I checked, Alan McBeal's still not on DVD. She did the original. Not, not, not that I. I'd she did the see original it. Twilight. She did. Well, she, she actually she's the writer for all three films. So you're right. It is going to be the exact same fucking thing. It's, but the only good thing under her belt that I've seen, <laughs> there we go again, uh, is Dexter. She is the main uh-huh. writer for Dexter. Which again is adaptation because that's based on the novel. Right. Well, she's a great writer for Dexter. She's she's. I, 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 I think she's a, even though there's a lot of complaints about the first film. Not being true to the book, I think it was probably because the book was probably too much right. in it. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people that criticize movies say, "Well, you know, they cut a lot out." You know how, what a book compares to a two-hour film? If you kept everything in a in a film that was in a book, it'd be twelve hours long. Yeah, short it, stories make good movies. Yeah, books don't. That's why you have to rewrite them. So I, I think she's a very good adaptation, despite the complaints of the first film. But yeah, uh, with Slade. It doesn't matter what he's done in the past. He's going to do cookie cutter just like this. It's a paycheck. It's a good paycheck. Well, the movie he did before, 30 Days a Night, was Hard Candy, which I also liked. I have not seen that yet. That's actually a pretty good film. It, it looked good. I remember no, that. It's, it's actually on my a list. pretty good film. But the thing about it is, you know it's just a paycheck for him. Oh, yeah, definitely. He just has it's, to... It's a good paycheck and a, and a, he, and a he, good movie to have under his belt. Ha, ha, ha. Now, it's a connect-the-dots type of film. As long as he follows the, the dots, he'll make a hit movie and he'll do... He'll, he'll, Listen, if I was in his position, I would do the same thing. Oh, you kidding me? If I knew doing this Twilight film gets me more work that I want to do, 
yeah, I would I would definitely do what I you would. I would whore that out so quick, it's not even yeah. funny. I agree. Yeah, I think so. I so, could do this. So, David Slade, yes, we, we don't think your third Twilight film that you're going to be doing is going to be any good, but we know why you're doing it, so you can make kick-ass other stuff like 30 Days a Night. Right. So, moving on. Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. Again, why, why so long? July 30th. Why, why, why the, was it, five years? What year, when did the original come out? I forget. The original? Uh, it was a while ago. The original came out... Three? God. Three years? Four years? You know what? I'm not even 100% sure. Uh, the original is... Again, they're way too long for these sequels. So I, I understand what some sequels, because with some sequels, it becomes a, it becomes a sleeper hit. I think the original was 2001. Yeah. Yeah. With, like... with some films, it's a sleeper hit, and so by the time they realize that people like it, it, two years have already passed. Yeah. So okay, let's do a sequel now. And then, so that's why there's a four-year gap in some of these things. Mm-hmm. But Cats and Dogs, they waited four, they waited eight years to do a sequel. Yeah. That's just crazy talk. It is crazy talk. All right. That's going to be, even though it's a summer film, Yeah. that's going to be one of those. It's going to be, you know, my my girlfriend is a superhero. That's a filler. That's yeah. a filler one. Yeah, no, that's, that's the end of July. You know what, 4th of July weekend, meet the Fokker sequel. They don't even uh, have a name for it, but that's the movie coming out. There is no you know, name. July Fourth weekend. So and that the beast film, that has no name. Yeah, it, I think it was supposed to be. It was unnameable. You know, it, it's Meet the Fockers. Yeah, and now it's just called Meet the Fockers sequel because they don't have a, an official name for it. What can you call it? I think they were going to call it the Little Fockers. <laughs> just mention, just mention, calm the, blue ocean. Calm just mention the name like sucks the soul out of me. Yeah, I just. So that is, was is that, the, that was the, supposed to be the name. Is I De Niro believe. in this one too? Of course he is. Of course he is. Jessica Alba is in it. Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson is back. Dustin Hoffman, Harvey Ke- Harvey Keitel. Jesus Christ! Harvey Keitel, nude scene. <laughs> oh yeah, full frontal. Raven Simone, oh so Raven. Um, Laura Dern, Barbara Streisand. Wow, Liam Ferguson. I think no one has anything better to do anymore. Yeah, well. I can't begin to, to to not like this film. Well, the director is Paul Weitz, who is not the original director. I believe is Jay Roach, who you know did the Austin Powers films. He did the first two Meet the Fockers or Meet the Parents. And director then, doesn't matter for this. It's comedy. Well, no, the, and, the and, writer, and, and it's and it's going to be a huge monster success anyway. Because I, no, it is. It, I know it, it is. I'm not arguing. But Paul Weitz is the director that's taking over for Roach, who the only thing, other thing he's done. Uh, as far as directing goes, is American Pie. Well, he's actually got some things under his belt. He's got American Pie. Uh, he's got a couple of films in Germany, but then he's got In Good Company. Oh, he did Cirque de Freak, The Vampire's Assistant. There you go. We're doomed. Yeah, that's gonna. That is doomed. I'm. Uh, you know what the problem is? This list we're going as we go on it further and further. Yeah. Like I'm sinking into a seasonal depression. But do you see, but do you see that, you know, it just seems every other week as soon as spring hit, every other week there's a sequel. You you you're, you're extracting my will to live. I'm, I'm one I'm, at a time. I'm sorry. Give we're, me a good sequel. We're almost done. Give me a good sequel. What's next? Step up 3D. Did <laughs> 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 it hurts. <laughs> uh, that comes out August 6th. <laughs> It's not Step Up 3. It's Step Up 3 Now, I want to see that. Because <laughs> I remember the sequel to Part 2. I've never seen any of them because I, I remember in the trailer. That one, is, uh, that one was the in... sequel to Part 2. Anyway, the trailer to Part 2. Yeah. All it was was, like, 
women dancing half naked in the rain, like these teenage, like the, yep. you know, like, like early twenty, whatever, like young nubile girls, like half naked in like wet shirts dancing. That in three D, I can handle. <laughs> and you know, it's not going to go that way. It's so. like it's like it's like Twilight, but with music. It's like the cop rock of Twilight. When does Cop Rock come out on DVD? You know, I just watched a Cop Rock video yesterday. I Let's mean, be careful out okay. there. You see that one? I posted that online. Oh, I man. Did, I did. He's just like, yeah, let's be careful out there, and uh, we'll do our jobs, and... and uh, let's be careful out there. And then he flips around the desk, and it's a piano. It's, I, it's, it's a horrible show, yeah, it's, and it deserved to die, but... like 11 now, episodes, I think. But now that I'm finding it on YouTube, I can't look away. That song was stuck in my head for like four hours after <laughs> I watched that. And I still remember the one where the police, the, the captain of the police uh-huh. force... He gets on a horse and like rides through, like rides through singing a country song. And then there's this other one where they bust these two yuppies for buying crack or something. And they have and there's whole song is a don't what was it don't impede my I, I can't remember the, how it went. But, oh no, and there's that horrible one. There's this horrible scene where it was a lineup uh-huh. of these uh, five Hispanic guys, and then they launch into this whole song. It's all. Like they're the lines they have to read for the right. person, and then they're complaining about r- losing their time, but they're doing it in like the, the like the gringo buckle kind of really racist Hispanic thing. It's like this is horrible. <laughs> I can't look away. What about the court scene? Uh, he's guilty with uh, done the gospel. He's guilty, and then in the back, he's guilty and guilty and he's guilty. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's, pretty much. The problem is they played the show straight. If they'd just gone for a little more humor in that show, it'd right. probably still be around today. Probably. Well, and the guy that did it... Um, if I, anyone's listening that has power out there, <laughs> Cop Rock DVD. Well, Cop I, Rock I was, DVD. I was reading about it because I saw the video, and they said that it they did it three more times, in, uh, once in the 90s and twice uh, in the 2000s. There was the one recently. The VH1 and some other channel. Uh, Trio. They just they redid the, all, the whole season. Oh, the season? Or you mean well, there was only eleven episodes? Well, they so they to, kept redoing it. They, they did it three more times after it got canceled. They tried the concept again last year. It was Nicole Kidman? I think it was in a series where it was a musical, but it was like a drama. Was it a TV? Was it was that, TV show? Was it a TV show yeah. or was it a movie? No, it was TV show. Okay, and it was billed as like this kind of thing where they would sing. It was like a musical, but it was like a drama. And I'm pretty sure it was oh. Nicole Kidman. And well, I know I, I think three episodes it, killed it. It's probably because it was a spinoff of of. I can't remember the name of the movie, but it, she did a movie that was kind of similar. It lasted even less time than the last Christian Slater TV show. I think the new one is still on, actually. Ooh, we need Eel Bowl to do a TV show. It's got to be Alone in the Dark musical, <laughs> and Christian Slater and uh, Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff. They need to be like the main character singing. Dorff can have a whole thing. I need no helmet. <laughs> I do not need dancing lessons. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Moving on. Anyway, how did I get on that? I, oh yeah, step up, step, step up, three D. Yeah. I actually might see that. <laughs> Not for twelve fifty. I'll sneak in the theater with my glasses and see it. But... Uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two in three D. <laughs> this is the third time we've mentioned this. What they talk about is like missing the concept. Because when now step up three D, they mm. got the concept. 3D right. Three D. Friday the Friday the Thirteenth even like is saying. We, we can't wait that long. We have, There may not be a third film, and we have to get out of this 3D thing now. How about part two in 3D? It beats, what are they going to do for three? Because three was a remake of the 3D. It, they'll, no, they're, they're completely unoriginal. With you know this what? shit, it'll be 3D again. I will see this in the theater. Oh, you will? Because Here's here's the thing. We're watching Avatar, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, 
the 3D is great for death and this, and I can, it looks like I'm there. I need to see, like, like I want to see that bloody hatchet. <laughs> Whoa! You know? Now, here's the thing. It costs... Like, remember when we saw... We saw it on DVD. We had to see the theater? Yeah, My Bloody Valentine. We saw it in high def, in my basement, 3D. That 3D with, sucks. With the crappy glasses. Right. But because my TV isn't a 3D television, yeah, it just uh, doesn't come off the same way. No. Now, I wish I'd seen that in the theater because the scenes like the pickaxe like goes right in the screen. It's like... Yeah. Watching Avatar, I'm flashing back to my bloody Valentine thing. That would look cool like this. Yeah, I actually wish I had seen this like this. I would actually like to see Friday the Thirteenth Part Two in 3D, just so I can see Jason with the spear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even in like this gigantic epic like Avatar, they still didn't help themselves by staying away from pointing a spear at the screen. They didn't they do did, it right. They, they did it like they, once. But I'm saying they still did it. Yeah, they, but not not enough. It's gimmicky. To begin with, but it's three D. It's the point. I wanted, yeah, well, I, I wanted her to point the arrow at the me and have like, is, arrow go over the, my head. Right, the problem is when they show it on television and it's not in three D, it looks ridiculous, dude. When the biggest thrill is watching the uh, when they put up the rated thing, yeah. and, and the uh, this 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 trailer is rated G for everyone, and that comes at you over the seats, it's like, wow, that's great. They didn't do that with the spear. They didn't do that with the tree falling. They didn't do that with the uh, general uh, knife in the leg. They didn't, you know, they didn't do anything. It was just. I need it's a gimmick. Use it for the gimmick it's meant. At least I didn't see Well the problem with the gimmick is as with any gimmick But it's the gimmick. Once, yeah, but as with any gimmick, once you show it on television or cable or you're watching it and you don't see it in three D, the gimmick is gone and it looks silly. <laughs> That's even better though. But my thing I is I like watching I well, like Well my thing is if everyone owned a three D television, everyone owned a pair of glasses and everyone watched it in three D every time they saw it, it it wouldn't matter, but that's not how it is. Then don't make it. Then don't make it in three D. If you're not going to thrill me with, that's with spears what coming at my head, that's what I'm getting at, and that's what I said in the last podcast that I saw no reason why this film needed to be in three D other than throwing a gimmick at you. I agree, but it still defeats the point of what I'm saying, which is I want to yes. see Jason throwing that. You know, see that bloody hatchet coming right at you. <laughs> uh, all right. Next on the list is Resident Evil Afterlife. Holy shit. They keep making You're kidding them. me. No, August 27th. They're doing it Labor Day weekend. Is the 3D of this one just the... the, the what's Is it the same director? Wait. That- he is, yeah, he, yeah, he wrote, he, no, he didn't direct the last one, he just wrote it, now he's writing and directing the, the, the next The writing one. is the part, is what's up, is, is the, let me guess, the 3D version of this, yeah. is they actually show w, Paul W.S. Anderson with a hammer, leaning <laughs> over, and cracking me in my skull repeatedly. You know what the tagline for it is? <laughs> Here's the tagline. I, I can't, hold on, hold on, let me brace myself. All right, go, Hang on. you want to try and guess? No, I, no, I don't. <laughs> tagline is... She's back, and she's bringing a few of her friends. <laughs> Did you see the third one? Uh, no. The one in the de- desert, Las Vegas? Yeah. No. I-, I saw the last 45 minutes of it. Was it bad? I mean, I'm assuming it was bad. <laughs> my, my look of disgust does not translate on the audio, but yes, I saw it. I mean, yes, it was bad. good thing we're recording this, though. Yeah, yes, it was bad. Um... <laughs> I'm, uh, it's a spoiler alert. Uh, screw you, people. If you saw this and you, you pissed at me, I don't know, whatever. Spoiler alert. <laughs> at the end, she has this whole room of clones of herself. What? And she actually's like she even she says I think the I think the lines even in the films is, yeah, we're, I'm, I'm going to bring along. A f- I'm coming for you, people, and I'm bringing a few of my friends. And it's like it's it's a whole sea of uh, what's her name? Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich's. 
I, I plays think, Alice. I, is, that a, is that a flock or a... Uh, what would you call like a, a mess of Mila's? Fun time. Mila's of... You disgust me. <laughs> anyway, Do I? So, no, you don't. I'm right there <laughs> with you. Um, so this means... this The, the tagline means they're actually going to have her with a bunch of her clones. It's going to be... Yeah. Uh, um, um, and it's being uh, written by Paul W.S. Anderson because he probably looked at the last one and go, this is complete shit. I can do better than this. I hate no, the son of a bitch. You know, no, I, you can't. I, I, I defended the first one because the first one was a zombie film. Yeah. They, they stuck to the thing. It was a zombie film. And no, the others aren't zombie films. Don't even start. Yeah, don't. I I liked the first one. I defended it. I said, it's not a great film, but it had fun parts. It rips off three other films. Yeah, but you know, it rips off Cube and it rips off this and that. But yep. it still enjoys fun of it. So then two comes out, and I sit through the whole damn thing. It's like, son of a bitch. So did I. So, oh, so I, I watched it again. The second one. With the audio commentary. I want to hear him explain this ending to me. <laughs> and he actually says, in the audio commentary, well, we just wanted to confuse the audience. So I did this. Good job. So you, way to go. So it's, he's like David. He's like the David Lynch of crappy horror films. It was. Just, let me just put a bunch of weird stuff in here, so they don't know what's going on. So what is going on? Well, nothing. I'm just trying to confuse you. <laughs> he's a poopy head. Oh, good choice. That's right. He's a poopy head. He's a big poop head. So that's August twenty seventh. That is uh, closing in on the end of the summer. I was going to give you step st- step up 3D, but you had to pull that one on me. Hey, I'm, I'm not making these movies. <sighs> What's moving, next? Moving on? Yeah. Okay, moving on. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. It, it's kind of okay. the same thing with Twilight Saga that Did you he, mentioned. They're going to make them regardless, but it is a sequel, so it is. is this that it, one it where does they, make the list. Is this that one where they actually have to do two parts because it's so big? Yep, this is part one. Okay. And this comes out November 19th. Is the second one going to be Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows again? <laughs> it, 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 they're going Lord of the Rings with it because they know if I'm not mistaken the book isn't any longer than any of the others so to make more money they're, 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 they're cutting it into two parts they're squeezing blood out of a rock essentially because yeah. they know the end of the series I mean J.K. Rowling isn't making any more books or she's not writing any more books so this is the end so they said well I got a great idea let's cut it in two yeah, no. and we'll make two billion dollars mm-hmm. instead of a billion dollars worldwide Yeah, so you know what? I can't fault them for it. I don't care about the series, so do what you will. They're not bad. They're not. I just don't just care not, to just see not them. My, just my, not my cup of tea. Yeah, so... I just sat through a, a bunch of the Half-Blood Prince accidentally. I think the first hour I just sat through. Oh, really? I was doing some other stuff and it was hot. It's not bad. Nah, it's just, I just don't care yeah, for it. I, 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 I actually liked the first film, but then after that, I really had no desire to watch I it. Agree. It's just, I wasn't yeah. even crazy about the first film, but it wasn't a bad film. It just You know what? The kids, my, the my, kids could be watching something worse. They could be watching worse. Sure. I mean, I'm all for it. I personally, I don't care for the series. I'm just exhausted from my hate on for Resident Evil Four. <laughs> um, I'm nap now. That mo- just sucked the life out of you, you. I'm sorry. This is what we do. I don't know how you're just doing it so cavalier. You're like you're not even like wounded or anything. Like, I love your reactions. So I think that's the biggest reason why I do. I, I this just, and for our. I don't know how you actually like announce Resident Evil Four and like you don't like wither visually in front of me. You're just because like, you do it for me and it entertains me. It gives me life. I'm glad my pain makes you feel better. It does. It does. Don't look at me like that. Next on the list is the Chronicles of Narnia: The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. I didn't think they were going to make that because the last one did horrible. It did well. It, considering what it cost and what it made here in the U.S., yeah, it did yeah. pretty bad. Although with the foreign market, 
they I think the opening they, they did very well with the foreign market. The opening was only like thirty or forty, wasn't it? It was very small. It was ve- not yeah. It was because the first film when it came out, it was kind of around the same thing. I think it was like fifty, sixty million, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing to be uh, to be specific with that. But it had legs. It kept going. It made almost three hundred million dollars. Right. And then they said, "Make another movie." And here's a couple hundred million to do it. You, you know why? And you know why nobody, legs? nobody cared to see it at all. It kind of tanked here in the U.S. But with the foreign market, it did better. And obviously, you know, DVDs, Blu-ray, cable. You, you know why it did. I have a prediction is why the first one had legs so much and why the second one didn't do as well. Because Lord of the Rings was just about done. No. The, and the it big, was a Weta production. Not at all. The, the big pull on the first one right. is that it's it's a Christian uh, parable. Okay. It's a strong Catholic Christian parable and they really and that was known by the Christian, the, the uh, Euro, what do you call it, uh, Damn it, evangelicals! Thank you. Oh, the evangelicals! I, I, I'm still oh, reeling I, from I'm, Resident I'm, Evil I'm, Four. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm the sorry. evangelical movement and you know, your Christian movement, and, and they, they would tell people this is this you know the parables here, and so you have to take your kids to see this, and that's why I had legs okay. too, because uh, really, I mean, I don't think there's as, as much of a strong following for C.S. Lewis in that. No offense to C.S. Lewis, I didn't care for the books as a kid. Right. I don't care for. I didn't. I never cared for Lord of the Rings books either, but I liked I, them. Well, I, yeah, I, I was. What I'm saying is, is that it was the Christian push towards this film which had the whole Christian story in it. So how come the second film didn't do well? Because it was already done. They didn't push the second one. Their point was made with the first one. Why go on? Okay. And the second one has less of that Christian parallel than the first one. Well, they're one making did. a third film in 2010 and it's, it's coming I, I, out right I, around Christmas just like the first two. It's not It's not as good as Babe Pick in the City as far as Christian parables go. Probably not. But, uh, no. No. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, eh, it's, it's just another blah, blah. It's, you know, it's literally, even though it obviously was written beforehand, it comes across as a cross between Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Yeah. and, and I, it's, I, it's that type of genre. I think a lot of people are tired of that. I think kids are tired of that. I hope so, kids are tired of that. They might. I'm tired of that. I'm totally tired of it. What's next, sir? Tron Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> December 17th. Now, I just don't know if you can sell that anymore. You know what it's going to be? I, that was supposed to come out. This coming summer, it was supposed to come out uh, June, July ish of 2010, mm-hmm. and it got pushed to, gar- to gu- Christmas, probably because the special effects weren't. Done. I was about to say, I guarantee, but it's post production. You know, it, it's probably nothing other than special effects. Yeah, um, <laughs> make that piping glow properly. <laughs> but the pro- you know, the problem is, is it going to do well? It, it, nobody knows. It's 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 either going to be a hit or it's going to just fade away. You, you know, all right. I mean, it's Disney. No one, no one under the age of like thirty remembers Tron. I don't think, to an extent, like seeing it in the theaters or anything. There's the, the younger generation. I, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I, Dude, I think a lot of people have heard of Tron. They've heard of it, but there's no excitement. There's no buzz for Tron. No, I mean for the younger crowd. No, it's been I, way I, too long. I love the original Tron film. It's a terrible movie. Yeah, and you know, but it's been way too long. And it never had any kind of resurgence beyond just what it was. And they've been trying to make this movie for 20 years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's just, it's not like E.T. where everybody, if they did an E.T. remake now, everyone would know it. And it's it's not, it's not, even though it came out the same time and it was roughly as popular, what's going to make or break this film, I think, is the trailer. They're going to have to sell in the trailer to all the people who have never heard of Tron or never seen it or aren't that thing. Say, wow, this looks cool. And it's going to be a tough sell. Because everybody's going to be all special effects out with Avatar. 
probably yeah so, yeah I could see that. <clears throat> now, and my, the problem is it's coming out right around Christmas my too. Theory is, so yeah, my, that, that's also a more a difficult time to sell a film if it's not Oscar stuff. Yeah, you know. So my theory is it's going to suck. I'm also predicting they're going to have some kind of iPod Tron guy. <laughs> well, because back when they made it, there was like, oh, these little guys are living in computers running programs. Now you've got like like people, you've got like computers on your wristwatch. So they got to sell it where these little guys run. There's going to be a, like, the PC guy's got to be in Tron. That's basically what it is. <laughs> the Mac and PC got to have to be battling it out in Tron. If they're, if they're smart, they'll cross promote with Macintosh and I, I, do those commercials with the PC guy dressed up as the Tron guy. <laughs> you listening? You listen. I want to cut of this if you guys do this. <laughs> I'm a PC. It ain't to happen with the whole Tron with the helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what the hell's going? And at the end, like those guys with the spikes can come and take them away. Right. No, really, no. <laughs> and the Mac, I can. Just I love giggle. it. I love it. <laughs> it's they're gonna have to sell it with the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I, the fact that Jeff Bridges is in it, yeah. really sells it to. Yeah, and they probably paid him a shitload to do it too. I don't know. He's doing a lot of. I think he's doing stuff he likes now. I think so. He's got that wild but... turkey movie out now. Wild spirit, wild whatever. Yeah, it but is. He's the it, again, it, they're pushing Oscar for that. So I think he, I don't know. I know but, sometimes there's some of these actors where, where you just think he's just doing what he wants. Yeah, I don't know. He just happens to have good taste, and then you've got guys that are yeah. doing. I don't know. But yeah, that's 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 the next one. Um, uh, you know what? We totally missed October. Did saw we? seven. Oh, saw that's seven. a given. Yeah, yeah. Saw yeah. seven in October. How did that get mixed up? Yeah. I don't know how I did that. I I have to play the game yet. The Saw game is out on uh, Xbox and such. Oh, uh, I can't. I gotta see that because because games based on TVs and movies are notoriously bad. Right. I still haven't played the Lost one. I've got to play the Lost one. I've heard it's horrible. Yeah, I know. I just I've heard the same thing. But I, I, I'm curious to see what the Saw game is. I'm not even looking for demos or anything. I'm just gonna play the game cold. <sighs> yeah. Uh, my nephew played it. He said he liked it, but I don't trust him. I trust you. If you played it, if it was I pl- good. Yeah. I okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. So Saw 7, I mean, that's a given. And they say this is going to be the last one. They said that about 6. No, well, they got greenlit for 7 and 8. Yes. And then I think after 6 tanked, they're only going to go with 7. It tank. Yeah, it did. Dude, it was... All right, here, let's let's recap real quick. Saw 7... It's not his fault. No one It's going to be the last one because Saw 6 made close to $30 for its entire run when normally it would do that in a weekend. And, that's and I don't want to hear about the Paranormal Activity shit. No one saw Paranormal Activity coming, dude. Well, let's put it this way. if There's room for both. No, there's not. Yes, there is. There's room for dude, both. That was like a, that was if like people a fucking... really wanted to see Saw, they would have seen it anyway, even after seeing Paranormal or before and after. Now, you know there that. is room for both. Saw franchise, in my opinion, Saw 7 is going to have the same kind of weekend no. as Saw 6. No, it, it, what happens is... Guaranteed. Next year, when we're when we're doing our podcast again, move back to this one. What happens and, and is, listen to what I'm I saying. I got to defend this, dude. What happens is the reason the opening weekend sucked was because Paranormal Activity sucked life out of everything. Yeah, that, that tsunami of a film. And what happens is when a film doesn't do well in the opening weekend, mm-hmm. that sends the message to everybody. Yeah, this film's bad. So people assumed, and it was actually it was better than the last one. No, you, it was, you have to it was, admit that. No, I'm not. 
I like the Saw franchise. Right. I'm just saying that it's done. Wait, wait till the and I said this before, and I'll say it again. Wait till the DVD French, uh, DVD comes out and see if how how well that sells. I that's that has, I think it'll sell as well as it did the last time, it, which was probably well. But it's not like everyone said, you know what? I didn't see it in the theater, so I'm going to buy it instead. And you're going to see like huge DVD numbers. I don't think that's going it to happen. happen. It does happen though. It, sure. It, it does happen. It, for cult films that don't do well in the theater, yes, it does happen. But I, I, just, I just, I don't think, I think the Saw franchise is ending with 7 because they know it's go, it's done. I think when 7 plays, if they have a good opening weekend, they'll still do 8. I think in order for them to greenlight another film, it's going to have to be 20 million plus. Yeah, I think they'll do that as I, long as there's not another. Yeah, I, I think it's going to, see, here's the thing. If it comes in and it's like, say, 19, 20 million, I just think it's gonna. F- it's it's every Saw film except for the first one because the first one nobody knew about right. that yet. But two through five have made anywhere from sixty to eighty million dollars for its entire run domestically, mm-hmm. and that's huge money because they only cost about ten million to make. Right. This one still cost only ten twelve million to make and still made a you know like thirty million, so it's still a money maker, but it's not. It's it's not the machine it it was in the previous years. I, I consider I consider six's lackluster performance. Damn it! I use lackluster again. <laughs> a hiccup, and I think seven will prove it out that that's it was just a paranormal well, activity induced coma. We'll see next year. Yep, we will. We definitely I'm, will. I'm, and I hope I'm hoping because I need I need one more and, movie. And the last film of 2010, which doesn't have a release date yet. Okay, is Hairspray two. But it is it is finished. It's it's done, and it's coming out in two thousand. Hairspray too. Yeah. And is, is John Waters doing it? No. Then it's no good. Why not? What? It's no good for the no John Waters. Did, no, no hairspray. That's that's Tim. That's Tim Burton. No. No. No, I said no. John, John Waters John did the Waters original hairspray. hairspray. Yeah. And then they did. Why am I thinking Tim Burton for that? I don't know. Because Bur- Johnny Depp was in it. Oh wait, Crybaby was. Uh, I'm sorry, not Johnny Depp was in it. Um, Johnny Depp was in Crybaby. Yes, he was. And, th- and that, but that's Hairspray what, that's, came out. My 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 in mind 19, did like a, a leap yeah. of logic. Would I believe Harris, the original Hairspray was 1988? John Waters did it. Yeah. Then John they Waters. did the remake in 2008, I believe, uh, for ha- for Hairspray, which was a huge success. Well, that there was so a, they're doing a sequel now, that, to the remake in 2008. But the remake was really. A reaction to the Broadway play doing so well, Hairspray. Okay. So the re- the remake isn't really a remake of the film as much as it was a, a remake so. of the pl- of the. St- no, I'm just ironing out. That's why still they did a, it. Still a sequel though. All right. So it makes snippy. a list. You'll get snippy. <laughs> I'm not I'm just, snippy. I'm just trying to explain that it's not. It's it was the the remake wasn't really a remake per se as much as it was a remake of the of the musical. It's a reimagining. Yeah, and so now they're doing a <laughs> sequel to the remake of the musical version of the original. Fine. Right. Still but if John Waters isn't doing it, it doesn't count. No, he's not doing it at all. Good. See, because John Waters knows. He knows. Well, I don't think he's ever done a sequel. I don't think he has either. I don't think he has either. Hmm. So that is our sequels list for 2010. Oh. You made it. You did good. Sure. So just to let you guys, uh, just to sign out here, um, once again, moviesucktastic.com yep. for all your moviesucktastic needs. The podcast is reachable through there. You can also reach us on Facebook and Twitter through that site. Also, iTunes, Podcast Alley, Podcast.com. You can stream it from the website. That's the actual podcast, correct? Yep. Uh, we have videos up on YouTube. You do a search for Movie Sucktastic. They come up. Uh, we're doing videos here and there. We're still getting, you know, ironing the bugs out and doing that. i got to upgrade to a real video uh, editor. 
uh, and in the near future, we're just getting together to start doing the movie sucktastic audio commentaries. Yeah, for movies. Yes, we'll probably be doing it through Rift Tracks because they actually offer a a, um, a what do you call it? a shopping cart, so to speak, right. a, a uh, storefront for people that do audio commentaries to sell them. Right. And surprisingly uh, enough, we're not looking to get rich. We're just looking to pay for. Oh no! Way. You know, we we, <laughs> we might do it for just for cost on that site, and we we might even do the audio commentaries for free through our streaming, so like through mm-hmm. iTunes and stuff. But uh, if you, we're looking for suggestions right now. Our 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 plan. Actually, no. You know what? We're not going to tell you what we're doing first because okay. someone might because no one's done this film yet for audio commentary. Right. And I don't want to tip our hat on this. Uh, but, I, don't, I don't blame you. But in because it's a good one. But we're going to start doing audio commentaries. You can download and play along with the films. Uh, I'm going to try to do some solo ones on Bela Lugosi films that I've currently been writing about, and we're going to get together and do some bad movie ones, a la MST3K. Yeah. I also want to plug RiffTracks.com. I want to plug cinematictitanic.com I just got tickets to go to see the Cinematic Titanic's live right. performance I missed the Rift Tracks live performance oh you did yeah okay. I missed that one but that was a couple nights uh, last week I think we should also plug uh, Outside the Cinema Outside the Cinema and Destroy the Brain those two great film related yep. podcasts the only two film related podcasts I listen to at the moment really besides, same here besides, there are other great ones out there but these are the ones that we like the most yeah honestly there aren't that many great ones out there I'll be honest I, I, I've listened to a lot Yeah. and I think we're the best but uh <laughs> <laughs> but those on. two, but those two guys are the only ones that really keep my interest. Those, okay. are, those are the guys that, I, I, that I'm going to try to rip off as much as possible. Um, and I, I, you know, you know, listen to them honestly. Listen to us first, and then go to them, and, and then you know, that, that'll that'll cool you down. We plan on having some uh, weird, crazy ass love triangle with them. So yeah, yeah, baby, A little avatar circle. Yeah. So, um, so no, you go. Ahead. No, no, no. Just you know, s- signing off. This is uh, the Movie Sucktastics team, Joey and Scott. And uh, And just remember, socks are a right, not a privilege. (laughs) You always pull a good one. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Take it easy.